foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. Christians all over the world are faced with uncertain unknowns these days, Janie. And that is really producing many different kinds of emotions like anger and anxiety frustration, discouragement, and even depression. A lot of times the root of unknowns, uncertain unknowns, is really fear. Well, I'm glad you summarized that statement with fear, Sharon, because fear was the first response that Adam and Eve had when they chose to do their own thing and not listen to the voice of God Almighty. Oh, that's a good point. And so what did they do? They tried to find a way to cover their guilt and their shame. And that was probably the first lesson in what a defense mechanism can be. So are we saying that fear is really at the root of guilt and shame as well? Uh, I would use the word sin is at the oh, root okay. and fear is the way we manifest it. Okay. 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 Fear mm-hmm. causes negative behavior and emotions that can be detrimental to our health. Fear brings slavery. Oh. And slavery is not a popular word these well, days. Well, no. It's interesting that you say that, Janie, because we are, according to scripture, bound when we are in sin. We are slaves to sin. Sharon, you know some of the ways that we can be bound in that slavery is really shown to us in Ephesians 4. It tells us that we can listen to cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. And if we listen to that, it's called a lie. And so we can be held in bondage to lies of other people. We can also listen to different authorities that are in our life, and if they are not grounded in truth, they will carry us away with every wind of doctrine. Oh, wow. Well, in Ephesians 4.23, it says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. (laughs) And, you know, I think that's so important for us to continue to keep that in mind that we need to be renewed in the spirit of our mind to put off those old things that kept us in bondage and not entangle ourselves again to those sinful ways. And then, last but not least, man likes to be in control. And so he will use every wind of doctrine and trickery to hold us so that we will be in bondage to the craftiness of the enemy. To his control. 
and he first showed his maneuvers in the Garden of Eden. Okay. So today, let's give ourselves a command. Let's prepare so we can repair. Oh, okay. I like that. Uh, You're so good at that kind of stuff. So we're going to prepare so so we we can can repair. repair. Yes. So now we really do need to find out who can we listen to that is going to tell us the truth. And again, in Ephesians 4, verse 15, it says, Who is going to speak the truth? But our head, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's good. And sometimes he comes to us as the sovereign God. Sometimes we see him as a God of wrath. We always want to know that no matter how he displays himself, his root is he is the God of love. Sometimes he really speaks to us with soft words, and they bring us comfort. And sometimes he has to speak to us with hard sayings so that he can correct us. And one of the greatest ways he has shown us that is in the Gospel of John 10, when he speaks of himself as the Good Shepherd. Yeah, Jenny, it says that in John 10, 11, it says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. And then over on in verse 27, I love this verse. It says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Mm-hmm. And I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Isn't that a beautiful scripture? And why do we want to hang on to fear when we have the assurance of the Good Shepherd's promise? Mm. You know, we need... Is it because we've believed the uh, trickery of men or the cunning craftiness? We hear them so much louder and stronger than the voice of the Good Shepherd if we're not listening to the right voice. Okay. And so, you know, what it tells us is that we have ears to hear and eyes to see and a mouth to speak. And if we misuse those senses that God has given us, then we'll not hear the voice of the Good Shepherd. So what happens when we live in a world where anxiety and fear and stress is constantly knocking at our doors? If we dwell on those things, we'll never rest in the Lord, trusting him as our good shepherd. And and so what's the result, Sharon, if we decide not to listen? We're busy people. We don't have time to be still and just graze and listen. Well, I've got a list of things that are possibilities when you choose not to listen to the voice of God, but the voice of man. And that is, you're going to have some physical consequences. You're going to probably know different forms of sickness. You'll probably develop some phobias. Mm. You may wind up living in poverty. Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes Uh. it's mental. 
but you're lacking in the riches of his grace. Yeah. So you live in poverty. Not necessarily financial poverty. But that poverty can be. Poverty of some sort. Of some sort, right. yes. Okay. And then fear causes us not to be alert and think straight. We get muddled. We're more prone to accidents. Oh. And again. Or that, wrong decisions. Or wrong decisions. Takes us down terrible pathways. And we know that the originator of all of these issues is from the host of our enemy, Satan. Yeah. He probably has a radio broadcast of some kind. <laughs> and he's broadcasting, follow me and I'll make all your circumstances great. And we follow him and we go into the pit mm. of fear. Oh, yeah. Okay. And many times we are deceived in those fears because we listen to our emotions as our final authority rather than to the good shepherd and what he speaks to us. Right. But if we listen to him, Sharon, he quiets us just with his presence. Well, Janie, I think some people will be saying right now, how do I hear Jesus? You're telling me to hear Jesus. You're telling me to hear the good shepherd. But how do I hear him when he does not speak audibly to me? Well, I'm going to challenge you on that audibleness. All right. He speaks like a siren going off when I read his word with the intent of hearing him. When When you have purpose of heart to hear him. That's it. That's it. So when we know the Lord as our good shepherd, and I want to make a point here. When we talk about shepherd, we're not talking about a pastor or a leader or anything like that. The word shepherd is reserved for the Lord Jesus Christ because he is the good shepherd. And we can always count on him to tell us the truth. We, we really need to reserve that special word, uh, uh, shepherd, for, for Jesus. And Sharon, when the heart is really seeking him, his character, his faithfulness, his loyalty, his heart of love is going to allow us to hear what he says in the word. Mm-hmm. The word will start to almost sound like it has a voice that we hear audibly. Right, right. Now, if we're just trying to get through a 15-minute devotional, nope, we're going to miss it. Right. But I have never gone to the scripture and opened it up with, I said, Lord, speak to me through your spirit and looked at the scriptures with indifference. I don't always have the depth of meaning the first time I read it. But as I am still waiting on the Lord and grazing in his green pastures, I hear. Okay, I want to make a point about what you said about indifference. What you mean by being indifferent is not whether you read it or not, but that you don't have an opinion on what you are reading. Excellent point, Sharon. My opinions will always result in death because you know what my opinions do not have eternal life in them 
So when we talk about having purpose of heart to hear and being indifferent about the scriptures that the Lord gives us, it means that we are purposefully looking into his word to hear what he might say to us, even if it hurts, right? Yes. And that's why mentoring matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.